Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One final segment here on the block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland, been with you for the last couple hours. Joined now by Jay Foreman. Um, Strick, I think the question I want to throw to Jay, I want to make sure you get your, your thoughts in here. We asked the question, would would you be more concerned with a better seat in the NCAA tournament or the Big Ten tournament for Nebraska men's basketball? You, Strick, said... I said I, I would love a, a high seat in the Big uh, Ten tournament. Jay, do you agree? Um, if it's one of the top, because the four get the double buys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's one of those, if not, I'm more concerned about the bigger picture. Because, look, Nebraska hasn't been to the NCAA tournament, seems like forever. Um, and Well, it doesn't seem like forever, in forever. And um, that's more important because you want to worry about that seed and where you can possibly you know, get your first victory. And anything can happen if you get you know, to the round of 32 to get to the sweet 16. That came up because as we were talking about the, the bubble picture for Nebraska in the last five games of the regular season, two teams that I think really inform which one you prefer the big 10 tournament seat or the NCAA tournament seat are Michigan state and Wisconsin. Two of Nebraska's better wins this season. Wisconsin's on a bit of a, a tailspin. Michigan state's going the other way. They're trending up. So I think if you want Nebraska to have a better seat in the big 10 tournament, you're rooting against those two teams. Strick, right. you went over the, the tough road that Wisconsin has with what you said they have at Purdue and then Illinois left. Is that right, Strick? Yeah. So you, if you want Nebraska to have a better seed in the Big Ten tournament, you're rooting for those teams against Wisconsin. You're rooting against Michigan State. But I think if you're thinking big picture and you want a you know a nine seed instead of an 11 seed, you're okay with you know fifth or sixth place in the Big Ten as long as the Michigan State and Wisconsin wins keep picking up steam. Yeah, I mean, it's it's now it's about, you know, the hard thing in, uh, you know, I'll throw it back to Strick after I, uh, you know, give my comment is you're almost like doing two things at once, which you're supposed to be able to do as a coaching staff, as a team. You have to focus extremely. It's almost harder to focus right now in the sense of you see the finish line in like the gold pot at the end of the rainbow, which is getting to maybe that 20 win regular season you know, getting a really legitimate seed in the Big Ten tournament, that's your focus, right? Mm-hmm. You you, you got to almost hyper-focus twice as much because you can get distracted. What's the distraction? Where you're at in the Big Ten, the possibility of making the NCAA tournament, you know, the the ramifications on the program big picture, you know, mm-hmm. where, you know the respect, and Nebraska's made some huge strides and actually reaching – or matching the expectations and and reaching it is two different things, right? Or having the expectations, excuse me, and then reaching it. That's what's so so hard right now. I want to ask Strick about that because, um, you know, in football you deal with it a little bit when you're coming down the back end of the of of the schedule. You know, we were thinking about national championship or bust. You get there, you don't want to stub your toe, or you know, have a bad performance. You know, back before they had you know mm-hmm. the whole you know college football playoffs. It's a hard thing to do, and it can affect your, your, you know, the way that you play because it's going to affect the way you prepare. So, Jay, the way that I, um, I look at it, I looked at it from the similar standpoint of view. You said something just a second ago, which was, it's like having the pot of gold at the end of of the rainbow, and you you see it. It's 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 attainable to you at a distance within eyesight. Yeah. Right. And 
my question, not question, but my 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 thoughts on that is, do you want to get to the gold and dive in the gold? Or do you are you just content and happy with looking mm. at it and mm. being close to it? I like, like that. Like, do you want to go? You know how you see yeah. in the cartoons and in the movies, they go and they jump in and they doing all kinds of. You know, uh, what I tried to get Austin to do in the winter, which is a snow <laughs> angel, yeah. and it's all, it's, it's, it's right there. You can touch it. That's what I feel about what's in front of them right now. Because I feel with everything and those teams that are ahead of you, if they can run off at least four out of five of these next games, which is in front of them, that goal, they can see it. That is an attainable goal with their schedule, four out of five. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, straight- if you can run that off. <laughs> now you put yourself into double by contention. You make a run. All you need is two more games, and you're going to play people that you've already beat or you know you can compete against, and you're comfortable with neutral site. Now you go on the road, <clears throat> knock out a couple, get to the semis at least, right? and now you're looking at a potential six seed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. that's where I'm like, ooh, now. You now like that? I think I, I, you I, like I, I like that. I think that's a great opportunity for them that I don't want them to miss. But I said this, Jay, and here's what I want to throw to you now because of this. You've been on teams where you were young, yeah. where you've had success, right. and you you know you, did this pot of gold is in front of you. If you make it to a Fiesta Bowl or whatever, you guys have, or there, you've seen situations where teams have fallen short, and then guess what they start saying. Oh, we got next year, man. We all yeah, boy. Woo, woo, woo. You don't want that type of no. mediocrity to fall into your your bloodstream. No, man. I, you know, this is when you have the one thing I've learned, and I, I guess I got a little bit um, spoiled in college. You know, we were we were operating at the maximum. There was nothing else for us to attain when you're winning, right? And 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 this also happens in the NFL a lot. And, and this is probably a little bit what happened to Philly and some other teams that like Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know where you have a good run maybe at the end of the season and, and, it, and it can be fool's gold. And you say, okay, well, we, we got it next year. We're ready. We're set up for next year. And you start planning for the future and you don't take care of the present. And you see that. I always say that sports is a relationship. It's no different, man. You got a lot of a lot of people out there that are self-serving and they, they only want to put in what they want to put in based on the condition, right? Everybody's excited when they possibly can make the NCAA tournament. But then are you are you willing and able to go back and grind and reset to actually look clearly and deep at to some of the thing, reasons why maybe you didn't advance or you didn't reach your goals? And for this team, uh, being, you know, a little bit young and just green and ex- experienced in postseason, you know, don't go don't go play any game from here on out. Um, and yeah, and Strick's right. You know, let's win five out of five or four out of five. But let's play good basketball. But with that being said, when we get into the real deal, right, where where it's win or go home, let's not show up and 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 have any regrets. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we you know we have. Yeah, we've never maybe been ranked this high going into the Big Ten tournament potentially. Mm-hmm. Say they get to four or five, or say a six, right? Legit, we've beat the number one team in the nation, which would Purdue would be the number one seed, so that we can beat anybody. So it, don't show up and play down to um the negative assumptions or where people try to put the pull the strings back on you you don't know anything i always say go play like you don't know what you don't know go play and lay it down and, and really try to make some noise 
and then learn after wins and losses, and then uh, you know hopefully set you up for the you know the big tournament. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification here. Ninety three seven, the ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. I want both your guys' perspective on this to, to finish us out here on uh, during On the Block. It feels like there's a very fine line between believing in yourself too much and being overconfident, but also not knowing how good you are and not giving yourself enough credit, right? I think this Nebraska men's basketball team can be a little better than it showed. I don't know if it always believes in itself, given the road struggles. But you also don't want the team to get too overconfident, get cocky, walking into Assembly Hall tomorrow and say, oh yeah, we got this. We're rated higher. We're rolling. We're playing good basketball right now. How do you find that balance of like humility while, while still being confident in yourself and what you can do as a team and a player? That's just, I, I mean, Strick would know. I mean, I guess it's just portable between you know any sport. I just think it's, it's going to come down to leadership and also making it's no it's no different than having like a coaching staff i always talk about coaches around here is that you'll go you'll go your sink or swim based on what the assistant coaches do so you have to just be able to keep a humble level head with all the excitement that come around here and that's the same thing with some of the you know some of your you know the guys that really get i call it get jiggy with it with the new attention are the, like the role players or the guys that you know are a little maybe a little bit lower down on your bench, All right? Because they're getting a lot more attention. They getting they got people at the locker room <laughs> and they're getting a little bit more love maybe on campus and phone calls from family and friends. And sometimes you can maybe you know maybe embellish what you've done or or not work as hard to get you to the, that got you to the point. So I think the biggest thing is is one leadership, two that they're able to keep everybody in check and still be willing and wanting to be led. Cause sometimes it's strict. Sometimes people make it and then they start to chill. And that's what the, that's what's the worst thing you could do because you realistically haven't done anything yet. You know, you just got you here. feel like you have, like, right? Well, it's a big goal, right? Okay. Well then, you know, this opportunity, you, you don't knock at the door of opportunity. You kick that bad boy open and, and just make something happen. So, <laughs> And you know, I'd I'd rather say it a different way, but you know, you don't just knock at the door. You come in there swinging and doing everything else, and just worry about whatever is left on the ground afterwards. No, Austin is laughing, and I'm laughing because Jay, you you do this all the time. You come in and you say the same thing that I was just talking about, or bringing an analogy, and and so you, I literally just said that same analogy a, a segment or so ago. <laughs> about Same opportunity mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's like it's like having a door crack what you gonna do are you gonna walk away are you gonna peek in and just stay there and be stuck you know are you gonna kick that thing open and walk in like you belong there you know what i'm saying so yeah it's, it's a difference for how you assess and take take advantage of opportunity we'll get out of here what's coming up on old school jim man we got uh, the uh the college football playoffs going to 12 games five uh plus seven that's huge um i'm gonna give a big shout out to uh, Matthew Slater, uh, he's a, you know, him and Steve Tasker and obviously Devin Hester, uh, Hall of Fame special teams guys, but he's hanging them up after 16 seasons. Um, you know, that's always great. And then you got some NFL news and then we got a lot of stuff with college basketball, dude.
We got to we talk, talk about that the handshake line. <laughs> we got to talk about that, man. It's Shiki getting wild. and I did not get to that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, and then we're, we're going to dive into a little bit more of Rick Patino. Because he go. doubled down on it. He did? Yeah. yeah. So he, Andy he, up? Yeah. So he, st- he, what, he stood on his business. So we're going to see what's, about, <laughs> what's, it, what's it about, man. There we go. Stricky, it's been fun talking to you tomorrow, my guy. Yes, sir. See you then. Always, Jay. Appreciate you, my guy. All right, man. That'll do it for Strick and I. Don't go anywhere, though. We got an old school coming up next. For Strick, I'm Austin. Talk to you tomorrow. Working at Continental in Lincoln isn't a job. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.